Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson Natural Boneless Chicken Breasts for $2.49 a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today. Or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. What's going on, guys? It's your boy, Tom Trash, back on Fight Flow Books with another episode of Love and Wrestling. This time, I'm joined by someone who was a bucket list guest and shortlisted for this show as soon as I announced it. I'm joined by the one and only Krista Starr. So welcome to the show. I hit the Shinsuke. Does he still do that anymore? <laughs> Sometimes. I still love Shinsuke. Me too. So you brought up there, loving things, Krista. Um, so do you remember the moment that you were like, yeah, I love wrestling now. Wrestling's my thing. Well, there were two moments in my life where I had an epiphany about wrestling. I'll tell you the most recent, which is the 2018 one, which is really what made me love wrestling. That's when I got into it in modern times. Me and my little brother were just watching wrestling because me and my little brother didn't get along for a long time. Little brothers, little siblings, if you know, you know, they get all your nerves and then one day you're cool again. Like, So I was in his room and he would always have on wrestling. I wouldn't watch it, but I would just passively listen to it. And it was when Becky Lynch said, um, it was an episode of SmackDown. I think she had just tapped out either Oscar or somebody. And she cut a promo saying, I've been tapping girls out for weeks. I deserve a title shot. I don't know why Carmella and James Ellsworth is over there honky-tonking and whatever it is. And I actually kind of perked up. I was like, you know, every time I do watch this, this redhead lady is making these girls just tap. Why isn't she champion? And that's when it started. I started asking questions. And my little brother hit me with a... You want to talk about wrestling? Yeah. <laughs> and then it was, it was okay, you got your title shot. Things are going to be great. And out of nowhere, here comes Vince McMahon, Charlotte Flair. I was like, okay, I hadn't seen Charlotte Flair before. And then I was like, why is she here? Why is she being inserted? And my little brother was like, so you don't know about Charlotte Flair? <laughs> and ever since then, it was downhill. And Nia Jax solidified that for me. The first time I had an epiphany about wrestling, I was watching it and um, way back in the day, Attitude Era, Triple H had just kidnapped Stephanie. They went to Vegas and they got married. And I was like, how are you showing up for work on Monday if you did that over the weekend? You'd be in jail. Yeah. This is a TV show. This is a TV show. <laughs> it's very yeah. much that like, this isn't real. So I can like this and not feel like, wow, what are these guys doing over here? I was young. So, you know, as a kid, that that really breaks your brain. Like, yeah, this definitely. isn't real. <laughs> so it was those two moments for me, especially the latest one. Now that I, you know it's a work and it's like, wait, there's more to it than just these guys are clowning around. There's booking. There's politics. There's politics. There's there's all. And it opened up my whole mind. I loved wrestling ever since 2018, especially Becky Lynch. So shout out to Becky Lynch and Nia Jax. It was a one-two combo. I've never seen a woman like Nia Jax wrestle. Yeah, you heard the rumblings of like Awesome Kong, but I wasn't wrestling. I wasn't watching wrestling then. Yeah, you had China, but China was here and then she was gone in, in confines of wrestling. And then I stopped watching, especially after her death. So women's wrestling is what brought me back. Real, realistically speaking, women's wrestling is what brought me back. So what was your thoughts? You talk about women's wrestling there, and you brought up Nia Jax. 
What was your thoughts on her returning to WWE most recently? So, I said this on TikTok. I understand there are tons of complaints about her. But if I am a Zelina Vega stan, I'm a Nia Jax apologist. Listen, we can all have our opinions on the outside looking in. But if the company says that this person's okay, what are you going to do? You can turn off yeah. the TV. You can change the channel. <laughs> or he was the greatest guy around. What about all the murders? What murders? <laughs> That's how I take it. Like, at the end of the day, you can be mad. Until there is clear-cut evidence that this person is doing this and the company says you, you could be mad and that's about it i i like nia Jax. i think nia Jax is a perfect answer to a rhea ripley problem and we love rhea ripley but let's not pretend that rhea ripley wasn't interfering in matches about a year ago interfering in men's matches about a year ago yeah dominating the wins women's division so let's just keep it kayfabe if they if they are presenting to us kayfabe there's no need for me to dig and dissect backstage i don't work there you don't worth it. You know what I mean? Like that don't worth it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna laugh. I'm gonna laugh as long as it's on my TV. Mm. I fully understand what you're saying there. So you talked about the moments that you loved wrestling there, but do you remember the match that you were like, yeah, I like I understand what wrestling is now, and this is why I like it. Oof. Oof. There's a few, a few matches, a few matches. FTR versus the Briscoes. FTR, FTR, FTR. I, when I first started watching wrestling, they were in WWE and I didn't understand why they would cheat. They were so smug. I was like, you guys are, you wrestle from what I see, you wrestle better than what you're talking like. Like, you guys are great talkers and you're cheating left and right, but you guys are way better than that. And honestly, it was FTR versus the Briscoes that really was like, this is such good shit, pal. I don't mean to swear about you. You know what I mean? Like, it just, that was. Joel can beep it out. We'll be fine. <laughs> Poor Joel. Every time I want something, Joel's like, all right, let me hit the beat button because Cresta swears. Mm -hmm. um, like, yeah, FTR versus the Briscoes is the main one that sticks out in my mind. And the other one is when Becky Lynch, again, invaded WWE and Nia Jax gave her the clock. And then you see her at the top of the stairs like this. I was like, oh, what a what an image. Yeah. What an image. And it just showed to the testament of the badassery. Um, what's another match that I that I can think of off the top of my head that was really, really, really good? I, I also think of Zelina Vega in Puerto Rico, Bad Bunny oh, yeah. in Puerto Rico. Because like these aren't like do I think these are classics? Not necessarily, but you can't imitate that feeling. You can't imitate that. You can't, you can't fake that. That is lightning in a bottle and not every wrestler can elicit that response winning or losing so those type of responses even thinking about it gives me kind of like goosebumps because you can't even when they went to um to uh uh oh my god uk they just went to uk yeah. and the crowd was electric the crowd was hot even when they were in cardiff the crowd was hot things like that you can't quantify that you can't measure that Wembley Stadium, you can't measure that. You know what I mean? So it's mm. moments like that where it's like, yo, wrestling is good. And then when you deliver, when you deliver, like I, I go back to the Zelina Vega Rhea Ripley match. I thought that match was amazing. I thought that match was good. And it shows that why is Rhea, not Rhea Ripley, why Zelina Vega deserves an actual title shot and not this, I'm going to use you for stories. But I'm also a Zelina Vega stan, and that's just me. <laughs> but sorry, like I said, you can't. You can't quantify those moments. And not every wrestler, even people who are at the top of the card can do that. 
And that's amazing. Wrestling can really take people who are, I don't want to see. Like, the word horseman is a prime example. You yeah. went from who are those guys to I want to see more of those guys. So this match and if was you, phenomenal. Yes. And the match was good. The match was good. And that's something I really, truly love about wrestling. You could say, well, I don't care about this. And then they tear it up in the ring and your opinion is completely different. Mm, that's very cool. I fully understand what you're saying there. So you brought up their collision and stuff like that. How do you connect with the Fightful family for people that might not know? Start doing the impact reviews with Joel and then join the collision team. So um, I said this on Grapsity recently, and I don't care. I'll say it again. This is a, one of my Sorry. favorite stories. <laughs> no, nah, it's okay. I, I love telling this story because it it um it was really random. One of my good friends, Akinola, who's been in the esports space forever, had saw Sean Ross at Sweets, and I follow him as well. He's like, save big on brunch for mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for one twenty nine each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details. Looking for someone on Impact. For Impact, I was like, I don't watch Impact. In fact, my knowledge of Impact had been, okay, Jordan Grace, love her. Deanna Perrazzo, love her. Wrestle House, yikes. <laughs> mm-hmm. But then again, I didn't understand the concept, the whole the whole thing. So from the outside looking in, that was my first interaction with it. And then seeing Johnny Bravo get shot, I was like, you know what? Thank you, Impact. This is a little too sports entertaining for me. No thanks. Yeah. So when my friend was like, shoot him a shot, like you never know what could happen. I was fully expecting Sean Ross to have to read it and be like, who the hell is this? All right, next. But when he was like, oh, yeah, yeah, let's see what you could do. I was like, ah, I don't care. I like wrestling. You know what I mean? So watching something like Impact is not going to bother me none. Even if I have to watch New Japan or CMLL or AAA, I'm not upset because I like wrestling. You have to be really doing some dog or some super, 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 super bloody stuff for me to be like, yo, I can't do this. <laughs> like, it's too much. <laughs> and even John Moxley, no. Nick Gage. <laughs> ah, okay. So GCW isn't your bag, no? Oh, no. I, I, I can respect it. I think that there is an art form through blood and violence. I enjoy Effie. I love Alley Catch. But when they start the pizza cutters and all that stuff, I'm like, listen, I respect you. I got to turn it off. I can't because I'm not going to throw up. <laughs> I respect I respect deathmatch wrestlers. That takes a level I can't. John Moxley is where the line begins. It's like, oh, oh God, yeah. I got to watch a John Moxley match. Oh, I got to watch a Brian Danielson match. Oh, God. But I can stomach those. I can even stomach, to an extent, a Sammy Callahan match because those matches sometimes can get gnarly. But, like, Nick Gage is where it's like, oh, all right. I, I want him to be great, though. Don't get me wrong. I want Nick Gage, Maki Ito. I want Effie to be signed to a major. I want these people to be great. But when you cut the blood on, I'm like, I'm going to leave the TV on. I just got to walk away. Yeah. So, so I am interested to know, obviously you brought up Brian Danielson, as we record this this week, because I'll be honest, I don't know when this is going to air, uh, um, Brian Danielson had a pretty bloody match with uh, uh, Ricky Starks on Collision. So when you know that you've got to review it almost, how do you sort of get into that reviewer mindset when you're like, 
this is disgusting. I'm going to look through my fingers. <laughs> that's a good point, because that's literally me writing down. <laughs> um, well, the mindset that I have from Moxley and Danielson, I will say that Danielson versus Ricky Starks match for a Texas Dane, Texas death match was baby's first Texas death. That wasn't Texas deathy. It, that was fine. That one was fine. But when it gets really, I'm writing notes. So there are times where I could just be like, I don't have to pay attention. To I got to write my last thought. Like, you know what I mean? There's sometimes like what really sends me is not so much the blood. It's the viscera that sometimes comes with the blood where you see just like, oh, I can't. Because it just makes me want to hurl. Because like, that's why I don't do UFC, MMA too much. I want to see scripted violence. I don't want to see real violence. I'm yeah. the baby. <laughs> I understand what you're saying there. We sort of jumped a bit, but we talked about how you joined the Impact team. So how does it come about that you join the great people that are Rick Cucino and Iridian? for the Collision review? So when Collision was announced, um, Sean had made an announcement in one of the many various Fightful group chats and was like, hey, we're going to do this show because obviously AEW is very hot right now. At the time, they still had Dark, Elevation, and Rampage. And I think all of those got reviewed in um, Day After Dynamite and whatnot. So <clears throat> when they were talking about Collision, at the time, I was really having fun. It was like almost, it was past the year for Fightful. I've been working there. And I was like, you know, I want to I want to do more. I've always wanted to do more, especially when things that I love and I'm very passionate about. And this was something I wanted to do more. And I was anxious about it because I know how AEW and WWE fans can be. I, I make this joke, but it's kind of true. Impact fans are like, thank you. You're watching Impact. Please, let's yeah. talk about Impact. AEW and WWE fans are like, you suck. No, you suck. No, you suck. It's just wrestling. Let's watch wrestling. Who cares? It's going to make the business better for everybody. Who cares? I was really nervous about how it would be received, but Rick is fantastic. Iridian Phenomenal. is fantastic. And we have the, the luxury and the option of working with the young Sean Ross Sapp, who is someone that I look up to in the journalist wrestling space, even though he's not a journalist. As someone who's taken journalism classes, done journalism things, he does follow the code of ethics. He does a lot more than some other people do. And I really respect him. And also, Sean is one of those people who are like, you're not going to disrespect me. And I think that it's very commonplace for people, random name, user 734560028, to say that you're a piece of crap and disparage you. And that person just be like, well, I can't say anything. Sean is very much like, I am going to say something because this shouldn't be normalized and that's not okay. And I absolutely respect it so i jumped on it and i want to do more i'll do more now like you know like <laughs> i was on grab city on saturday people like crest the star grab city i'm like yeah more of that before... please that was fun i don't know if i want to wake up before one o'clock <laughs> saturday <laughs> fair. Yeah, fair. so you did talk about there which i find really interesting uh the uh the fact that you work with the great still Rick Eugenio and Iridium what and also Joe what are some things you might have learned from your broadcast partners that you take into podcasting and TikToking now okay I'm gonna start with Joel because I've been with Joel for the longest learn from Joel that you know 
it's not that serious. You know what I mean? It's okay to be passionate, but it's never going to be that serious. Joel is so patient. Joel, I say he's the biggest heel in the business, but I'm very thankful. He's like my wrestling fairy godfather. <laughs> he won't say it, but I appreciate Joel so much. He's very much one of those guys. Have fun. Say your opinion. It doesn't matter because these wrestling nerds are nerds. And as long as you know where your line is, don't offend no wrestlers. Rick and Iridian, I learned to stop talking so fast. I talk so fast. And these two are from radio. So you hear it in their voice. They mm. have a cadence. They have a pace that the things that they say is with intention. So sometimes when I talk and I listen to them, I'm like, <clears throat> you can say what you're going to say. But instead of going like this really, really fast, I really like wrestling and I'm not being condescending. You know what I mean? So yeah. I really enjoy them. And I enjoy Rick so much because me and Iridian, when we when it's just her and I, it is chaos. Two women power trip. <laughs> Rick. Rick is very much like, okay, bring it in, reel it in, because I'm chaos incarnate. <laughs> you talked about being chaos incarnate there. I'm very curious to know, what's your prep like for when you know, okay, I'm going to do something like this, or I'm going to review Impact or uh, Collision. How do you get into the zone to record? So I already like wrestling. So that's like half the battle. But um, I'm very candid about my struggles with mental illness. I have I suffer from major depression disorder and anxiety. Ah. So what I normally do is I woosa and I just let go. Like literally, I enjoy it. It's part of the reason why I think people think that on my TikTok that I think wrestling is real. I just immerse myself into it. It's something to escape. It is something where I don't have to like. Ooh. And it's not like no disrespect. It's not like I'm reviewing Raw after three hours of watching Raw. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, if Raw was two hours, like, that's my suggestion. The Federation, WWE, if you hear this, make Raw two hours. Three hours is brutalist. It's so brutal. It's so brutal. And I'm not drained after it. And plus, too, like, I I spend most of my days playing video games and doing other things besides wrestling. I can see how wrestling could be a lot for some people if this is what you're doing all of the time. And you don't necessarily love it. I also think, too, it is very important not to engage with people who are disingenuous about wrestling because that can taint your view. <clears throat> sorry, I'm so gassy. I'm so sorry. It's fine. <laughs> that can taint your view about what wrestling is. People are like, wrestling's fake or wrestling's this, wrestling's that. Like, it's just like watching Young and the Restless. The yeah. Avengers, no one's asking you to believe that Thanos really did this and half your loved ones and your family's gone or Scarlett Johansson is really an assassin named Black. No one's asking you to believe that. Do you think that people really believe that Seth Rollins is an architect? Come on, like you just want to dunk on things and it's okay for people to like things. I see wrestlers kind of low-key like superheroes. Knowing more about their lives is cool. Like again, I route back to Zelina Vega. I'm a stan but I'm not one of those weird stands who are like, <laughs> like outside her window or whatnot. Yeah, but like, yeah. it's cool to see this person outside of wrestling, how much they're an anime fan, how much they're uh, a collector fan, a, a cartoon fan, a video game fan. It's like, you just like me for real. It's cool to have those connections, but it's stuff like that. That makes you want to be like, wow, I want to know more about other wrestlers. So you hang out with Dakota Kai. I don't know that much about Dakota Kai. I want to know more about Dakota Kai. I watch AEW. I like John Moxie. He's in BCC. I don't know 
Wheeler Yuta. I want to know more about Wheeler Yuta. Yeah. So it's just my ever wanting to learn about the business so I can respect them more because like these people put their bodies and their lives on the line for my entertainment. Mm. How I can I not respect it? I understand what you're saying completely there. I was trying to find a segue, hopefully, for this question, but it didn't work. But <laughs> I am curious to know. Obviously, you talk about watching a lot of wrestling and video games and stuff like that. Who mm. do you love watching wrestling alongside? If I'm not working and I'm just watching wrestling, I'm always working with stuff like Jeff Jarrett. I'm always working. <laughs> um, I do enjoy getting into Discord. Oh, mm. I got the perfect answer to that. So I am a big ally and supporter of the LGBTQ and yeah. IA plus. So I like watching wrestling with gay people, with lesbian people, with trans people who sometimes know a little bit about wrestling because what I feel like as a straight person, what we look at in wrestling and what they look at completely yeah. different and it's fine and it's fine. It makes me look at it differently. Like when I first started watching wrestling, I wasn't looking at no costumes like that. But now I'm like, you know, this ring gear is really nice. I see the theme. This is really cute. It's fashion. These boots are cute. So I like watching wrestling with sometimes people who have a general knowledge. like, but who is Rhea Ripley? Why does she keep doing this? So you could, so what my little brother did to me with Charlotte Flair, the I cannot do it. They're like, let me tell you something, brother. And if yeah. you like, if you like Rhea Ripley, let me tell you about Deanna Peraza. And if you like Deanna Peraza, let me tell you about Jordan Grace. And if you like Jordan Grace, let me tell you about Layla Hirsch. And if you like Layla Hirsch, let me tell you about Jade Cargill. So I love watching wrestling with people who are kind of into it, who don't really know what's going on. So I can be like, bro, here you go. Be great. Because then the next time I watch it with them, they're like, okay, so I was on YouTube and I looked up this lady who, who you said, Zelina Vega, I looked her up. She's pretty good. Oh yeah. You like Zelina Vega? I think she talks great. You think she talks great? Have you heard of Stokely Hathaway? And then I get mm. them addicted to crack. <laughs> I know what you mean, though. It is cool to, because I've done it with friends, convert non-wrestling fans into wrestling fans. It's quite fun. Once they get over, isn't that fake? And you tell them everything you see on TV is fake. Your reality TV is fake. Yeah. Your shows are fake. Who cares? Just watch it. And plus, everybody in wrestling is kind of hot. Yeah. So, yeah. You can't be mad. You at least look. <laughs> I love that. I do love that. So you did bring up your great co-hosts, which are Joel Pearl and Iridian and Rick. But I want to know, Carista, who are five people in wrestling media that currently you think deserve their flowers that maybe aren't getting them, or people that just deserve more love? Everyone I begin to think of, I'm like, they're pretty okay. Like, <laughs> I've been watching Wrestle Talk since before I worked at FIFO when I first got into wrestling, even before I started watching it consistently. So I want to say Wrestle Talk, but like, Wrestle Talk is out here. They're out here. They, they, they're, they got their bouquet, they got their flower field. Um, Smiley, that is somebody. I used to do a podcast with Smiley. Um, Tracy, she she's she's everywhere. Like if you are in wrestling or even in the indie scene, Tracy knows you or she knows somebody that knows you. Mm. I want her to get all of her flowers. I want her to get back on. I know she's been through some stuff, but you know, it's the wrestling world is crazy. 
And one day you could be the bad guy. Next day, people are celebrating you for the same stuff you were doing. And yeah. I think she's fantastic. And I think she's somebody who else who needs to get more shine. Who else? Who else do I really listen to? Because like with all the wrestling I watch, it's literally I watch Fightful podcasts, Wrestle Talk, talk to my friends, and then it's time for wrestling. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. I'm. Like, obviously, everyone on FIFA watch our stuff. Shameless self-plug. I'm not afraid. No, but, no. like, I'm thinking of people who deserve their time. Besides Smiley, I'm like, everyone else I watch, like, I love Russell Talk. I cannot, I cannot describe how much I love Russell Talk. I've been watching Russell Talk <laughs> since Ollie shaved off his eyebrows for Chappie. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, they're so funny to me. So, I, I, I'm going with Smiley. Tracy, Smiley. Y'all go follow her, Smiley Br on Twitter or X or whatever it is. Bwr, yeah. sorry. <laughs> Fair enough. I knew that would probably be a harder question for you because of who you work with. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, like I, I love listening to people talk about wrestling, but it's hard when you work in wrestling to listen to people to talk about wrestling. You can literally probably listen to like one or two podcasts. I'm not listening to wrestling all of the time because I think. For me personally, that'll take away from the joy and the mystique I have from it. There are games, mm. and like video games, there are games I like to play, but I don't want to play them all the time or else I'm going to get bored and sick of it, so. Yeah, I understand what you're saying completely there. Uh, I am curious to know, what would you do if, uh, before we do the wrap-up question, which is, what would you do if you, what, what do you think you'll always be a wrestling fan? What do you do on those days? You talk about the amount of wrestling you have to watch. What do you do on those days that you're like, I have watched so much, but I still need to watch <laughs> this. How do you keep yourself motivated and things like that? But still keep your fandom alive. Well, again, we're going to talk about, and this is trigger warning, we're talking about depression and anxiety. I am someone who... This is an open forum. Okay, cool, great. And I, I think it's important to talk about these things because so much of stigmatism about it is to be quiet and shameful. Nobody wants to hear about it. I'm someone who's tried to take their own life on several occasions being depressed. And every time I want to complain, like I'm stressed out. I don't want to work today. I've seen so much wrestling. I keep telling myself, this is what you want. You're working towards a greater goal and look at where you've come. I'm committing to living. I'm trying. I'm pushing forward. So whenever I feel like I don't want to do this, I think about where I was and how I felt in some of those moments. And I'm like, this is what you want. The end game is a talk show. Mm -hmm. And this is how you start, whether it be about wrestling, video games. And to me, wrestling is just a very specific performance art. And I love performance art. It's a mm -hmm. very specific niche performance art. And that's how I look at it. So whenever I started, like, damn, I don't want to hear. Uh, who's someone? Oh, I don't want to hear honor no more talk. Or I don't want to hear the Miz talk. Or I don't want to hear so-and-so talk. I'm just like, girl, that's where you want to be. So get your get your pen. <laughs> get your pen. <laughs> right. You know what I mean? So, like, I always tell myself, this is what you want. So keep going towards what you want. And commit to trying. And I know that got a little dark, but I think that, again, it's very important because there's so many people who deal yeah, with mental definitely. health struggles, especially suicide and dealing with life. I think that with more people talked about it in a sense, like, bro, you're not alone. I get it. We all get it. And I'm very happy-go-lucky, but I, I, be, I be sad. I be sad, too. I get it. I be sad. <laughs> so, you know, start. That's where, I, that's where I get my motivation from, thinking about where I was when I wasn't trying and when I said, 
screw it, I'm gonna give up. And now I'm committing to trying. And that's what I'm doing. And this is what I want. This is what I'm asking for. I'm I'm into existence. I'm praying a talk show. Allah, Buddha, Jesus. I don't care who it is. Somebody go hear me. <laughs> you talked about uh, obviously where you were when you weren't trying. What would you say to the Carista of, I don't know how long ago this was, but back then, what would you say to them right now? Tom, I got to say you make me laugh. Because that was definitely a RuPaul, <laughs> RuPaul questions. Cresta, what would you say to eight-year-old Cresta? <laughs> yeah, definitely. I know my card, definitely. <laughs> I mean, honestly, where I'm at now, just let's just go back 10 years because that's that's far enough for me to be big boo-boo-bee-boo. I would hug myself and say, stop being so hard on yourself. Mm-hmm. Perfection is part of the problem and no one is perfect. You'll do it in your own time. And yes, there are people around you who are doing what you want to do, but don't look at them. It'll come to you when you're ready. Just keep prepping. Don't get lost in trying to be like them. Just continue to be you. And the things that people make fun of you for, tell you that you're too much or too this, you will be celebrated for. Just keep on keeping on. And I know it's dark, but you got this. You got this. I would give myself a big old hug and encouragement. And I, I would give anyone encouragement in that situation. Keep on keeping on and don't let people around you affect what you're trying to do with yourself. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's very easy to say I'm not doing good because you see your friends married with kids or they got a six-figure career or someone you grew up with is now a wrestler. It's easy to look at your life like, what the hell am I doing? That doesn't mean that it's not for you. It just means that it's not your time now. I think about how irresponsible to an extent I was 10 years ago how I feel like I would have fumbled the bag with this job. And now here I am focused, dedicated, and ready to go. Things come when they come. You can't look at other people's success and let it define you. Also, ageism is real. You don't have to be famous and a millionaire by 22, 21. Some people don't even get out of their houses until 40. Yeah. Oprah wasn't Oprah until 40. Like, like people weren't people sometimes until they're 50 or 60. Ageism is real. Ageism is real. And don't let the fact that you're 20 confuse you that you can't have a career at 50. But also be realistic and put where you can where you can. Mm. Motivate. That's what That's I, I motivate very, myself. very cool. That's very, very cool. This might get dark again. But I've got to <laughs> ask this question. Where were, what about 10 years ago, Krista? What would she think of what you were doing? 10 years ago, Cresta would be gooped. <laughs> she didn't, she would not think. First of all, I didn't think I'd be alive this long. And I know that's very macabre to say. I did yeah, 28, yeah. you're dragging it. You're dragging it. So 36. I told people I'm 9,000, but I still, the jig is up, I'm 36. You know what I mean? So I, she would be gooped. But also, if you, if she could see me now, it would, it would get, I know it would give her hope. You mean to tell me that it works out? You mean to tell me that it that even if it doesn't work out the way I was, it kind of works out. Mm. All right, and all the experiences I've had it, I've had between then, girl, don't give up. Ten years ago, Cresta, twenty six year old Cresta, don't give up, girl. It's rough. It's rough. Trust me, it's rough. But don't give up, girl. You almost there. You're closer than you think. And the cusp, the I always say that fame is kind of like an egg. You've got so many layers before you're at that yoke when you're right there, when you're where you're Beyonce, Lady Gaga, you know, WWE superstar. Sometimes going through the shell is very hard. And then you still got to go through that white part. And then, like, let's not even talk about 
molecular level how there's still a whole bunch of different things before you get there before you get to the nucleus you got to go through all of this stuff and you got to travel through it so it sucks that it hurts right now but if i had the knowledge now that i did then i would have started wrestling sooner you know what i mean yeah. i would have started doing a whole bunch of things a lot sooner but shoulda coulda woulda and the past is where it needs to be behind us so i think 26 year old Tiffany looking at 36 year old Tiffany would be like, Well, I'll be there. <laughs> to be honest, my friend, I think that's a beautiful way to end this. So, the question I end this show on is you obviously talked about how important wrestling is to you in your current life and things like that. But, Cresta, do you think you will always be a wrestling fan? I think, in some way, shape, or form, wrestling like i said i love performing arts and wrestling at its core is action combat theater and who doesn't love a good theater darling i think i will always be a wrestling fan because i'm always excited no matter what happens like jade cargill today just got signed to w they announced that she's been signed to wwe while i can have my opinions how i think aew should have used her more i'm excited for her I'm excited for the current state of wrestling that it's not so tribal, cut and dry, where you're AEW, you're WWE, you're Impact. People can go anywhere and make money. And that's what's the most important. And I think that's what I love about it. No matter what, nobody's bigger than wrestling and people's will to survive in wrestling will always be fascinating to me. So I think I'll always love it. That's very, very cool. And once again, a beautiful way to end this. So as we wrap this up, Cresta, Promote your good self. Where can the good people find your work, etc.? Uh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, you can find me over on X Twitter at Cresta the Star, like Megan the Stallion, because Elon the Musk cucked Cresta the Star, the Cresta Star, like my, my original Kellis band. Um, you have a link tree in my bio. Mondays, Wednesdays, and Fridays, you can find me on TikTok or Twitch at Cresta Star. Um, Thursdays and Saturdays, I'm over on Fightful. Thursdays with Joel, we cover everything on the Impact Show. And on Saturdays, Riccicino, Iridian Ferreira, and sometimes Sean Ross Sapp, we go over a collision. And you know, I'm I'm out here. I'm all over, I'm all over Fightful. You never know. You might see me on a Grab City. I might show up on a, a Maggie and Kay. You don't know where I'm gonna show up. I'll just be here. So follow me on Twitter. It's well worth doing, guys. But like I say, it's a lot when we do this show. One of the most hardworking people within this space, but one of the nicest as well. So to promote myself, if you guys like this, make sure you obviously like, share and subscribe to Fightful Overbooked on YouTube. Follow Fightful on all social medias, Fightful Wrestling, and subscribe to the Fightful main wrestling channel. Uh, Also, subscribe to Fightful Select, best $5 in the business for exclusive news, podcasts. Uh, Krista, help me out, because I think... Podcast reviews, reviews, news, contract reviews. You, you want to know about John Moxie? We know about John Moxie. You want to know about Awesome Kong? We know about Awesome Kong. Five dollars. Mm, it's only five. But then also to promote myself, you can follow me on X uh, at Tom Fresh. You can subscribe to my YouTube channel, Tom Fresh, where I interview the best in wrestling media about their overall fandom and creative process. This lovely person has been on the show before. So if you guys like this, make sure, like I say, you do all that good stuff and we will see you in the next one. Goodbye now. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app. Get half gallons of delicious Kroger milk for $1.29 each. Then get flavorful Tyson natural boneless chicken breasts for two forty nine dollars a pound, all with your card and a digital coupon. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. 
Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.